The Super Hits Podcast heads back into the 90s, and we're talking about good vibrations, not by the Beach Boys, but by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Let's do it. How's it going, everybody? This is uh, episode something. <laughs> the Super Hits Podcast. Yep. I'm one of your hosts, Jamie C, found on social media at megamix.com, and I'm here with my uh, co-host. And, you know, I have to say, as the person who posts these, you may as well not read episode numbers anymore, because I could just switch up the order. We're, we record a whole bunch of these at a time, folks, and then kind of put them out, so... <laughs> Uh, oh my god hi <laughs> i'm alan slip with five eyes on all the social medias I can see that you're the guy that does more podcasts because i'm the guy i stumble and bumble around it's all good you had... around like a water buffalo wallowing in a swamp hey you uh, you you had kids i had a podcast <laughs> that's right yeah we're talking marky mark and the funky bunch today oh boy um i, th- I figure we'll just kick right into it if you will yes please so um, we're talking Good Vibrations uh, by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch featuring uh, Lolita Holloway. As far as background goes, folks, uh, most know who Mark Wahlberg is. I mean, he's a famous actor. He's uh, been in it. He's been pretty good in like two or three movie roles over the years, I'd say. <laughs> you know, you know, not bad, but overall just kind of there. Um, but quite famous. Uh, that said, I mean, he was an original member of New Kids on the Block. <laughs> uh, with his brother, big brother Donnie, but he uh, left the group after only a few months. Uh, New Kids on the Block, of course, would go on to be a massive pop sensation. But anyway, uh, while living in Boston in the 80s, uh, Mark Wahlberg was twice charged for race-related hate crimes uh-huh. and served time in jail for one of those attacks. Um, in 1986, a then 15-year-old Wahlberg, Jesus, uh, was twice charged, uh, sorry, and, and his three friends were charged for chasing three black children and pelting them with rocks while yelling a racial slur until an ambulance driver intervened. The next day, Wahlberg harassed another group of mostly black children around the age of nine or ten at the beach, gathering other white men to join in and racially abusing and throwing rocks at them. <sighs> well... Jesus. A seemingly unrelated second incident occurred two years later in 1988 when Wahlberg attacked two Vietnamese men while high on PCP. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He called one man uh, a slur and knocked him unconscious with a five-foot wooden stick while punching another man, Army veteran Johnny Trin, in the eye later that same day. Uh, officers reported that Wahlberg used racist slurs to describe both men. Um, so, yeah. For the first attack, Wahlberg was found guilty of violating the civil rights of his victims and a civil rights injunction being issued against him and his two friends, and the case settled in the next month. For the latter um, attack, Wahlberg was charged with attempted murder but pleaded guilty to felony assault, claiming that he was intoxicated. The acts were, attacks weren't race-related, because, you know, that, that rings true. Uh-huh. Um, due to his previous civil rights injunction preventing from assaulting, threatening, or intimidating anyone because of race or nationality, he was found to be in contempt of court and was sentenced to a two-year prison sentence. Do you, do you want to know how many days he spent in jail? Yes, please. 45. <laughs> Great. Of his two-year sentence. Um, many years later, Wahlberg, in 2014, Wahlberg attempted to seek a pardon for the second attack, attack uh, and have it wiped from his criminal record. He was not able to. He later dropped his request in 2016. Uh, so, good. Now, since committing these multiple crimes, uh, Wahlberg has carved out a lucrative career for himself. But before he became an, before he became an actor... With uh, multiple Oscar, Golden Globe, and Emmy Award nominations under his belt, 
he made a quick stop as a rapper. Uh huh. Um, I thought because if anyone was going to capture the spirit of hip hop, it was the twenty-year-old uh, white racist from Boston <laughs> whose brother was in the world's biggest boy band. Yep. Anyway, uh, Wahlberg formed uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch in 1991. Wahlberg was the eponymous uh, main character. I, I you know, because he just doesn't feel like a real person, honestly. Marky and he Mark was backed by a uh, group with uh, Scott G. Uh, DJT, Ashley Ace, and, you know, I got to say, this might be the um, hip-hop uh, person with the best name ever, Hector the Booty Inspector Barros. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Love that um, name. Yep. So I'll take a quick couple paragraphs here from uh, Stereo Gum's uh, number ones write-up. Uh, if you haven't read uh, any of the Stereo Gum number ones, uh, I would encourage you to do so. The dude uh, Tom Brahan has been, or Brahan has been going through every number one ever. He's at 1993 right now, so he started in 1958. It's every single one. It's awesome. Anyway, so here's from his write-up: Donnie Wahlberg, presumably recognizing that young Mark was doing nothing good with his life, put serious effort into getting Mark a record deal. Mark got together with a group of black rappers and dancers that he called the Funky Bunch. And they recorded a demo that Donnie produced. Through the new kids, Donnie knew one of the execs at Interscope Records, a label that had just started in 1990. Um, Interscope boss Jimmy Iovine or Iovine loved the Funky Bunch's demo, and he signed them almost immediately. <sighs> Seriously, right? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you talk privilege, right? Okay, yeah. Donnie Wahlberg, still riding high with the new kids, produced almost all of Music for the People, the debut album from Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. It is not a good rap record. Marky Mark has clearly modeled himself on LL Cool J, the oiled-up Queen's roughneck who had already been there for years. But Marky had none of LL's intensity and precision. Instead, Marky huffed and puffed clumsily all over the record, marking out edgeless versions of LL's flexes over, over Donnie's chopped-up collages of records that, had more, that more talented rap producers had already sampled. Uh, Music for the People, their debut album, was released on July 23rd, 1991 on Interscope Atlantic. Um, a little bit about the song here. Good Vibrations was released as a single on July 16th, 1991, uh, one week before uh, Music for the People dropped. Uh, Good Vibrations was co-written by Amir Shakir, who was credited on the release as Spice, uh, <laughs> and all, uh, with uh, Donnie and Mark Wahlberg. Um, Good Vibrations features a sample of uh, Lolita Holloway's Love Sensation. Now, Love Sensation is... A uh, disco track from 1980 off of uh, Holloway's 1980 uh, album of the same name and was written by Dan Hartman, who then, who was given co-writer credits on later releases of the Wahlberg's version of the song. So it's got, uh, you know, quite a few names attached to this because of that sample. Um, Love Sensation uh, had already been sampled in multiple tracks prior to Good Vibrations. Uh, interpolations of the tracks could already be found in songs by Samantha Fox, interestingly enough. Excellent. Uh, Black Box, Pet Shop Boys, uh, and Two in a Room, among others. Uh, since 91, 1991, Love Sensation has been sampled on dozens of tracks. So it's a bit of one of those uh, classic samples that show up all over the place. According to Steve Huey at AllMusic, uh, Good Vibrations tried first and foremost to appeal to pop listeners, not rap fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wahlberg's aggressively delivered raps were fairly simplistic, but not comical. One of the main hooks was a simple piano sample that ascended, descended, and reascended. Plus, the song's production touches pointed towards dance clubs rather than urban streets. The August 
1991 edition of Billboard, uh, the, the magazine or the newsletter or the Newsweekly, uh, here was a there was a quick write up about the track in their new and noteworthy column. Uh, it went like this: Wahlberg's Lil Brother <laughs> is the latest entry in the hip hop hunkasaurus market, and the label is pushing the beefcake a la its established success, Gerardo. But the project is far from a washout musically. The new kid behind the board keeps the beat slamming, and Marky's delivery is convincing enough rhythmically. Should hit fast with the teeny rap set. Well, that's not bad. On July 5th, 1991, uh, from the radio trade industry publication, The Gavin Report, and I have to say, I love these industry trade publications still going in the early 90s. Uh You can find them, and they're just, it's like a peek into it, just a a world that doesn't exist anymore. The Gavin Report, Gavin Report, had this to say, busting out of Boston, Donnie Wahlberg's younger brother, Marky Mark, is kicking it and making one serious debut. The Wahlberg brothers wrote and produced this hot track, something they deserve to point to with pride. Credit Lolita Holloway with taking it up more than a few notches on a chorus. Nothing short of incredible. That, that, this is, this I, is, sorry, I, this is serious? Like this is, yes, this is what yes, this is from a radio <laughs> trade industry location. Now, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I guess the point of these publications is to hype music because so that everybody can make money. Uh-huh. Right? I'm I'm doing it because I can't believe that people were writing this. About I just this song. I just can't believe that somebody like took pen to paper and wrote that shit. No, like, and they're putting like apostrophes on every you know every uh, word that ends in ing. Uh huh. So kicking and making like it's oh, clearly it's being pushed um, as a uh, legitimate hit. So anyway, there were multiple versions of the singles released uh, early in the run. The B side of was the album track Wild Side. Um, uh, later on, with subsequent releases, the 12-inch vinyl had an album cut. So what you saying as the B-side? The UK 12-inch featured an album version of Good Vibrations, as well as a version called Donnie D's Boomin' Bass High-Powered Club Dub. Fuck off. <laughs> and Boomin' Beats for Marky's Jeep Instrumental Dub. <laughs> so I mean, Doesn't it... Boy, it makes your blood boil just hearing it. I'm sure. Uh, so I'm listening, or I'm looking at the Discogs page. 25 versions of this are listed here. Yes. Tons of 12 inch versions. 12s of CD. Uh, a lot of CD and cassette singles. I, you know, I have to say, I may as well say it now. Like yes. the idea of a CD single and a cassette single. Like I get that when you buy the thing, like when you buy the CD mm-hmm. or a cassette, and it's for the full album. You're yeah. you're paying a lot of the money for the royalties or, or for the for the privilege of listening to the yes. music in your own private room, right? Yes. You're not actually paying for the actual physical thing. No. But like, I always felt that CD and cassette singles were like, just p- fucking put the whole thing on here. Like, yeah, I know, right? Like, why would I buy a cassette single? <laughs> I know. If, if it's just this, it takes up the same space, you know. Yes. When I buy a record single, a seven inch, at least it's a smaller record, but. Anyways, yes. I, I get it. Anyways, I I have the European uh, release on 7-inch yeah. of this yeah. from Interscope Records. Mm-hmm. The B-side for this is So What You Sayin'. So, yeah, the Danny Wood co-written song. Yeah, the song, uh, or sorry, the single doesn't actually cost a lot in terms of actual money. It's only a couple yeah. of bucks, but then you have to ship it from overseas, which is quite expensive. So there you go. There you go. So you probably paid uh, a decent amount for this. I, I mean, I got it with a bundle of other records. So. Oh, that's good then. Yes. Smart. You, you didn't actively seek this out on its own. No. 
So the 7 inch is basically the same as the US 12 inch. Uh, European CD singles were the same as the UK's 12 inch. So the cassette singles all had uh, So What You Sang. I thought I had the cassette single when I was, uh, when I was uh, 14. But I think I actually had the full Music for the People album, which is even worse. Um, I probably didn't listen to it all the way through more than once. I do recall purchasing it at HMV and Safetel Center. And it was like Boxing Day 91. And I also bought, definitely bought the cassette singles for uh, OPP and Enter Sandman. At <laughs> nice. the same time. I do have to say, I, I am going to go against my own criticism of these singles now. Because, because of my philosophy, where it was like, why buy the same yes. size media mm -hmm. that led me to buy numerous albums where I should have just bought the single uh, off, the, off the top of my head. I bought the right said Fred album. Oh my God. I bought the new yeah. radicals album. I bought the quad city DJs album. So, yes. you know, you could have, you could have spent far less on the one song. Yes. So uh, of course for any listeners here who are too young, I mean, this is what you had to do other than taping things off the radio, which was not easy. No. Um, or like, you know, grabbing it off of VHS that you taped off of uh, video hits or, you know, America's Top Ten in the, on Saturday mornings. It was hard to get your hands on some of these songs. Um, so you'd have to buy the physical copies. Yeah. One of my features that I've been doing uh, in the last few episodes uh, is uh, appearances on compilation albums. I have to ask, what is your source for this? Because I tried Discogs. for others. I go to Discogs uh -huh. and I click on Appeared On and then Albums. Oh. And it shows you what song was on what compilation Let me or write. soundtrack or whatever. I will do that for later episodes. Thank you. Yes. So here are some highlights. So Good Vibrations appeared on many, many, many compilations. Uh, some of the ones that caught my eye, uh, there's a, a compilation called Crunch the Hits. This was a Greek compilation sponsored by Nestle Crunch. <laughs> it uh -huh. was on a... Um, a, a compilation, something called Mega Mix Number Eight, and I have to take umbrage. Uh huh. Mega Mix with a double X, just trying to get around, you know. Yep. My claim to that uh, retroactively, apparently. A Warner slash Electra slash Atlantic promo called "It's a Rap Thing." <laughs> Here's one that I found interesting: a 1992 compilation from the Netherlands called Fido's Choice Volume 3 More Cool Dance Tracks with an X and it's got Fido Dito on it oh I was hoping <laughs> yeah. not doesn't look to be a Pepsi slash 7up promo disc of all I think it was just licensed the cartoon guy for, for their uh, compilation CD for our Canadian listeners there's a couple here that you will probably recognize uh, Good Vibrations appeared on the 1992 Polytel compilation, Awesome Hits. Mm -hmm. That was the one with the big open mouth dude with the headphones on. And it was like a drawing of a big, uh, uh, like, a, like a simplistic drawing of a dude with an open mouth with awesome, awesome hits in his mouth. <laughs> and Good Vibrations also appeared on the, and you, you, you'll remember this one, the 1992 Much Music Extendemix Dance Mix 92. Nice. Good Vibrations has also appeared on a bunch of television shows and movies, including but not limited to. Uh, most recently, uh, it was on an episode, the pilot episode of The Yellow Jackets uh, last year, also in the Dope Sick miniseries. Um, it's appeared in movies such as The Disaster Artist, Blaze, Blades of Glory, The Replacements, The Mighty Ducks, and um, Rockstar, where it's played in the credits, where they play a prank on Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Uh -huh. Where uh, I guess they're during filming, they uh, he was supposed to be lip syncing one of the one of the rockin' songs, and they 
the director as a prank played uh, played this track, and I assume that Marky Mark was mad, even though he rap danced. Good Vibrations was also appeared in an episode of Doogie Howser in 1992. Good Vibrations was included on the Blades of Glory official soundtrack. So um, that's the appearances and just a little bit about the track. Um, let's talk about the lyrics, shall we? Please. So, I mean, essentially the song is Marky Mark saying that he has the rapping skills to make you feel good and want to dance. I mean, that's <laughs> the simplistic uh, <laughs> Not that there's a, a, anything less than anything more than a simplistic explanation. Uh, some notable lyrics to me include Marky noting that this is strictly hip hop and that he is not singing this. I mean, strictly hip hop is a stretch um, <laughs> and not singing this. I guess he's, you know, saying that he's either a I'm not a singer because I was maybe going to be a new kids on the block or I'm not my brother. I don't know. Um, he then says that he's bringing this jam to the entire nation black white red brown feel the vibration which i feel rings a little hollow yeah coming from uh, mark Wahlberg. i mean I when i heard that lyric i was like isn't that what a lot of people say when they're trying to not be racist yes right like i don't care if they're black white purple brown gold like exactly yeah, yeah. so it's right out of the playbook in 1991 like he should also be like this is for all my black friends like exactly <laughs> Donnie D is referenced in the song. Uh, not sure what the D stands for because Donnie Wahlberg's last name is Wahlberg and his middle name is Edmund. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Donnie D, I guess, is just a name um, that they came up that sounds cool. For years, I thought that Donnie D actually rapped that part of the oh, song. Yeah? Okay. And when I watched the video, I was confused as why Mark Wahlberg was rapping it. <laughs> it is not Donnie. It's not Donnie Wahlberg rapping. It is Mark Wahlberg. Okay. He claims to be anti-druggy. <laughs> And then says his rhymes make him wealthy, which is strange considering this is his first single. I would say at this point, his brother's uh, pop career was the only thing making him wealthy I mean, when this was released. I mean, it's not abnormal for, you know, rap no, artists to, to talk about how, like, rich and successful they are when they're not. Like, Oh, I agree, 100%. So, so. It's more fun to dog on Mark Wahlberg, uh-huh. honestly. Uh-huh. Um, later in the, in, the, in the track, he again reiterates that this is pure hip-hop. No sellout. I mean, that's words. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it's 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 not it's neither of those things. It's it's not pure hip hop, and it's definitely is a sellout. So, um, lyrically, I would say this is pointless. It's not in any way original. Do you have any thoughts on the lyrics? Uh, I don't. I was going to talk about the Donnie D thing too, but you beat me to the punch. Uh, honestly, and I mean, we'll talk about this later when we get to the ratings. Mm-hmm. But this is a much better produced song than it is written. So. Absolutely. I have that. I say that I'll be saying that later too. Yeah. I, I'd absolutely, you're absolutely right. Let's talk about the reception to Good Vibrations. Okay. Good Vibrations entered the Billboard Hot 100 at number 82 on July 20th, 1991, where it slotted in between uh, Trickster's Surrender and Bonnie Raitt's Something to Talk About. It peaked at number one on October 5th, 91. It bumped Color Me Bad's I Adore Mia Moore out of the top spot. Damn. Would you like to hear what was in the top 10 that week? I think you know the answer to that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, at number three, we have Mariah Carey's Emotions. Uh, future number one, Mariah Carey's Emotions. We have a song called Do Anything by Natural Selection. Firehouse with Love of a Lifetime. Karen White's Romantic. Bonnie Raitt's Something to Talk About, as we mentioned. Uh, Boys to Men's Motown Philly. That's a hot track. Beauty. Uh, Extremes Wholehearted. 
and REM's shiny, happy people. Mm, quite the time so, to be alive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a few classics mixed in there with with like three songs. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> um, Good Vibrations, shockingly, lasted one week at number one. It it, uh, it was punted by Mariah Carey, and overall, it spent 20 weeks in the Hot 100. The song also hit number one on the Billboard Hot Dance music slash maxi singles sales chart. Okay. I love that. <laughs> Hot dance music slash maxi singles sales chart. I think that that uh, is a CD version. Like, I yeah. think it's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like a, it's like a uh, CD single with that. like multiple, like three or four versions on it. Yes. And also it hit number 10 on the Billboard dance music slash club play singles charts. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be some kind of difference between those two. I don't know. Fittingly, the song stalled out at number 64 on the hot R&B and hip-hop singles charts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeez, I wonder why. Uh-huh. And that's a really telling one, I gotta say. It was ranked number 20 on the Billboard's uh, year-end top 100 for 1991. Internationally, I mean, Good Vibrations hit number one in Denmark, Sweden, and Switzerland. It hit number seven here in Canada and number 14 in the UK. Um, the single was certified gold in the US on September 12th, 91. And uh, music for the people would go on to be certified platinum uh, in January '92. I mean, you could argue. I mean, it's definitely a one-hit wonder. But if uh, Mark Wahlberg had never had any success in the movies, he could have made a living off of the royalties for this one forever, right? Absolutely, he could. But I think you know, it also isn't considered. I don't. I think that it kind of gets away from being a um, a uh, one-hit wonder just because the guy went on to have a career after. Yeah. Yes. Too, right. Like if he he didn't just disappear. So it really is, though, a one-hit wonder. <laughs> I mean, uh, he had a second uh, single, Wild Side. I, I don't have it in front of me, but it didn't do as, as well. So, um, And then the, they released one more album and dropped off the face of the earth as Marky Mark went on to do underwear ads for <laughs> Calvin Klein and then became an actor. Mm-hmm. So an interesting career arc, to say the least. <laughs> music video time. So according to the Wiki. Uh, this is a black and white music video made to accompany the song. Thank you, Wikipedia. Uh-huh. Uh, it featured a 20-year-old Marky Mark working out and boxing bare-chested and making out with a girl on a bed. Boxer Mickey Ward is credited for helping with the boxing technique and training used for this video. Mark Wahlberg first met Mickey Ward when he was 18 and later played him on the big screen in 2010 in the movie The Fighter. Uh, the music video was produced by David Horgan and directed by Scott Calvert. Uh, the girl in the video is future Baywatch star Tracy Bingham. She was also in the second season of Surreal Life and was on uh, Celebrity Big Brother in the UK. Listen, this video is an embarrassment. <laughs> like, Marky Mark's the worst, right? The, he, he is, just is. The music He's video crazy. is all about how sexy Mark Wahlberg is. Which, you know what? I will say this, yeah. right? For an industry that gets a lot of criticism for turning women into sex objects... Yes. At least in this one, they reverse it, and it's all about how sexy Mark yes. Wahlberg is. Like, not a shirt, not a shirt to be found. No, I mean this is a good flipping of the script. You know, uh, doing, and, and doing he, is, some, he, he does have a good body. You know, doing some boxing, doing some serious making out. Yes. Uh, drawing, drawing those blinds repeatedly. <laughs> yep. um, I don't know who it is. Some shadowed figure doing like break dancing in puddles. <laughs> The puddle dance. Yeah. Yes. So he's uh, taping up his hands to box. He's mean mugging with his pimp cane. Yeah. <laughs> he's punch dancing. 
Yeah. Like it's it's ridiculous. Um I like how they 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 go out of the way to make sure that we see him lifting weights. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like this video is a trip through Boston in 4 <laughs> minutes and 32 seconds. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, here's Boston." Bunch yeah. of white guys. Uh I hate this video. Uh the worst part I think is the part where he's laying there in bed and he's licking his lips. Oh, I want to die. <laughs> uh-huh. So the video, that being said, at the, at the 1992 video music, MTV Video Music Awards, Good Vibrations was nominated for multiple awards. It was nominated for Best Rap Video, which it lost to Arrested Development's Tennessee. It was nominated for Best Dance Video, losing to Prince of the New Power Generation's Cream. Excellent. Yep. Uh, it was nominated for Best Choreography for uh, in a video, which, if you remember two uh, episodes ago, it lost to uh, En Vogue's My Eleven. And uh, it was nominated for Best Cinematography, losing to Guns N' Roses' November Rain. Let's talk quickly about covers and samples. Obviously, the big one is the, that the song uses the sample from uh, Lolita Holloway's Love Sensation. It also includes samples of Bobby Bird's Hot Pants, open parenthesis, bonus beats, close parenthesis. <laughs> and it also samples Double D and Steinsky's Lesson One, open parenthesis, the payoff mix, close parenthesis. The track itself has been sampled in a handful of songs over the years. Most notably for me would be in the tracks Double Pump by Girl Talk in 2006. It was also sampled in the Trolls 2 Many Hits matchup, mashup, which sounds like it would be horrific. Uh-huh. Who sampled showed a sing- shows a single cover by a group called The Legit Crew uh, in 2016. I took a listen. It's so bad. <laughs> somehow, somehow... The rapping is worse. Uh-huh. I don't know how. Man, it's so good. <laughs> it's I love. Just, I just oh, love the man. name. The legit crew. <laughs> the legit crew. Uh-huh. And so that's what we got for covers and samples. Let's uh, let's let's rate this bad boy, shall we? Uh, let's please. All right. So the video. Let's start with the video. What did you think of the video? I give the video. Uh, I'm like, do I? I don't want to do a one. Like, I feel like there's room. Like we're gonna do enough music videos that there's uh-huh. room that to go lower. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Uh, I don't think it was the absolute dog shit worst video. I mean, it's it's well produced. It made Marky Mark into a star. The idea was to make him sexy, and I think they succeeded. <laughs> they did. Yes. It's goofy as fuck, and it's not good. And yeah. it doesn't really, other than making Marky Mark look fit and sexy, it doesn't really make him look talented. No, not at all. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a three. So I am going to go with one out of ten. Oh, and yes. It's because it's such an embarrassment, and it's so hard to watch. And it's got all the things that you talked about. It's a good promo clip. It's, you know, it, it does its job. It's well produced. The only good thing I liked is the puddle dancing. So the guys that I can't see just dancing. Yep. I like that part. The rest I hate. I'm giving it a one out of ten. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch the world burn on this one. Uh-huh. I hate this video. <laughs> what about the song? Uh, the song I'm going to give a three as well. I, I said earlier, and you said it's in your notes, uh, very well produced. The production is great. Uh, the rapping is not. The lyrics are bad. And honestly, a lot of it is just fatigue from the song being an 80s night and kind of retro person. Yes. This is played all the fucking time, and I am just tired of it. So I'm tired of it. Yeah, so I give it a three. Three out of ten. I'm going to give it a five. Uh, I think the music is good. I think it's a, it's got a solid hip house groove. It's got a great hook from Lolita Holloway. The piano is it's got great piano. Uh, like we said, thumbs up to Donnie D 
on the backup. <laughs> like yeah. great production for a guy doing it for the first time, honestly. That dude is, you know, I mean, it's clear Donnie was more talented overall. Um, maybe not in acting. No, I'd say Donnie's a better actor too. So it's a good effort production-wise and music-wise, but the rhymes are awful. And Marky Mark's delivery is even worse. Take out Marky. I think it's a solid jam. I'm going to split the difference. I'm going to go five. Uh, a song that I grew up on, I heard, I had, I liked when I was younger. Probably bumps it up one. Five out of ten from me. Excellent. So that's uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunches. Good Vibrations. Uh, sorry, featuring Lolita Holloway. Uh, if you have any thoughts on this song or anything that we missed or you think that we, uh, we, we rated it poorly or weren't harsh enough, let us know on all our socials, which the big man will li- uh, run down for you in a bit as we close out. Uh, but uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, let's go over all the kind of general notes. You can hit us up by email, superhitspodcast at gmail.com. We are superhitscast on Twitter, superhitspodcast on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I mean, were we too harsh? Were we not harsh enough? Was, uh, was Jamie C. super mean to Marky Mark? Please. <laughs> His face, I just want to punch him. <laughs> and you know what? I would get destroyed by that. Oh, he beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So, want to hear what we got next time? Yes, please. Uh, I asked people out there to tell us some of the retro hits that they hated the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, this is in the early run of our podcast. So, you know, if you're listening to this three years from now in 2025 when we're super famous and... Uh, yes. Just, you know, the greatest <laughs> podcast in the world. Uh, we had some humble beginnings, so we ended up with about four responses. One was my wife, I believe. Yes, but yes. Uh, your wife and a few other people noted that they hate Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Oh, my God. Why why, why are they doing this to us? Uh, so I'm going to cover it in our next episode. Uh, free preview. We could just spend 20 minutes going. Yeah, oh, my God. I know. <laughs> nice sound effects. Yeah, but we're doing it, so that's what we got yes. uh, coming up next time. All right, sounds good. Buddy. All right, we will uh, see you when we see you. Mm-hmm.